0: And welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband, NGM, Zach.
1: And I am your wife and player, Diana.
0: And this is Series 1, Episode 37 of The Segaranza Campaign. How are you, my darling?
1: I'm better now. Oh? Yes. I've had a... Uh, you, uh, mm, job transition? W- yes. Uh, well, what I've had is an unexpected twist and turn in my job tr- My career... Trajectory mm-hmm. that was unwanted and unplanned for, and it's thrown me for a bit of a loop. And I'm feeling a whole lot of emotions, none of which are positive. <laughs> and I have been listening to podcasts that are aimed at making f- people feel better about themselves for just living life and like sometimes being bad at it and sometimes mm-hmm. being good at it. And I'm just kind of coming to a place where, like, well, it is what it is. And I can't do anything about it, but I can do other things in my life that make me really happy. And this is one of them. So I'm really excited to be sitting down and get lost in a fantasy world where Sound gets to make her own decisions, no matter how bad they are. No one's telling her what to do. She's her own woman.
0: Well, I'm sorry that that happened. This is an exc. Do you want to talk about your new position? Because you still have the same job. Yeah, sure, yeah. I'll talk about it. I mean, we, we don't have to. No, no, no. I'll, we... No, I'll
1: talk about it because I think it's important. People outside of public education don't quite understand how this could happen. So when you work for a public school, you are not owned. Like, you don't work for that, that building or that subject that mm-hmm. you teach you're like owned by the district and they can put you anywhere they want. And usually districts are x number of elementary schools, x number of middle schools, x number of high schools. Sometimes there are alternative schools, Votech schools. Sometimes there are like alternate like placements and stuff like that. So there's a lot of option there. Uh-huh. And if you have a certification that lets you teach in a lot of different places, they can move you wherever. Also, if you're the newest person to be hired, you're often the first one to get moved. That's not unusual. That's like a, I guess, a typical like job thing. But when I was in grad school becoming a school counselor, Pennsylvania changed how you became a school counselor. It used to be that you could be a school counselor only for like the older kids or only Mm -hmm. for the little kids. Pennsylvania changed it while I was in my last year finishing it up and made it K through 12. So you could do it all. I was... A high school counselor it was my dream job it was perfect it i mean no job is perfect right like Mm -hmm. you're gonna clash with people and you're not gonna like some things but it was like the perfect job in the real world and now i'm an elementary counselor and i work with five-year-olds again all the bright
0: smiling faces
1: covered in mucus of the small ones and the sneezes in your faces without knowing that they're supposed to cover their face and they'll do like a cute little Dab when you sneeze, but like that gets real old real fast, and you can't see it. But I'm dabbing as I'm emphasizing. <laughs> Di-
0: Dinah is angrily dabbing. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Can't, it's it's oh, beautiful.
1: Sneeze into the elbow, but like angry dab about it. Like, there's only so much I can handle about that. And counseling, not to go, all right, no, I can go on forever. <laughs> I can't. No, it just, yeah, that's mo- the change.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was mostly wondering if you just want to talk about being. In elementary school now. If that was something you wanted to.
1: I would be working with the little ones. But one thing that I have been kind of thinking about, which is, and this is related, with the fifth graders, Mm -hmm. depending on how mature they are and depending on the sort of work that I'll be doing with them, because I don't know anything about what I'm supposed to do at this school. Mm -hmm. Every school has its own needs. I might be able to start doing role-playing game groups again.
0: I used to do Dawn of Worlds, the map-making game, Mm -hmm. with first graders. So I think you could do... Very, like, simplified P V T A with fifth graders, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, again, the reason I used... Okay, no. I, yeah. That's its own thing. I can't <laughs> I, I, can't keep going down that rabbit hole. We'll Let's... talk
0: about that maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. So, we are on uh, episode 36 of the second answer campaign. Last time we left off, Sal had decided to go with Omin's plan, uh, not Dwart's plan. Uh, or, actually, I guess... That, was that Sal's plan or Dwart's plan to just, like, march, like... Pretend to be uh, supplies for the city guard. I think it, that was Sal's plan.
1: It, it Sound had a lot of really good ideas in that episode, so I'm gonna take credit for it. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was Sound's plan. Um, in truth, in truth, I can't remember. I think it I was. Don't, I can't remember. I think really. it was. We should uh, better notes. <laughs>
0: um, but Omin raised the idea of going from coming around the outside of the wall and breaking into corpse down that way. Yes. And you found a, a a number of barrels of of explosive in the lab, which Dynamite. I I initially said it too, and I keep thinking about like how much explosive would you need to make it through? I imagine these walls to be like very thick,
1: but it's fantasy world. These explosives can be fantasy
0: explosives. Well, no matter. Uh, let me. Yes. I mean, no matter what, you have enough explosive to get through the wall, Mm -hmm. I guess is what I was getting at. Are you worried that I'm going to, like, give you barrels so that I can take more away?
1: Yes. (laughs) You are a GM.
0: I am... Listen.
1: You're a kind GM, but you are still a GM.
0: Well, see, I hadn't thought about that, but now I like that idea. So... Of
1: not giving me enough?
0: Of giving you... More so that if I take them, so that I can take uh, some away. No.
1: Well, you know I'm going to roll really well this episode.
0: In so. any case, all right. You have two two barrels of this very, very volatile explosive. Yes. Marshiri, uh, Mourinho, and Zofia set about trying to uh, sew these.
1: The Saphir crystals?
0: Yes. To, to make uh, protective clothing for the gnolls to go out outside of the city, mm-hmm. since the gnolls have not left the city in a very long time. The rest of your crew is getting ready, checking equipment, uh, loading up equipment. I think uh, these two wagons have been brought to the very entrance of the uh, the very entrance of the base, mm-hmm. the, the headquarters. People are like slowly bringing stuff up. And yeah, things are getting ready to move. What is how is Sal feeling?
1: She napped. She's feeling all right with that. She had her coffee. She's feeling all right with that. I think she's, I think she's fairly nervous. Um, I've said it a couple times and then immediately acted in a way that didn't ind- indicate this. But I think sound is like she's killed a number of people at this point. I still don't think that that's something that she's super duper comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she knows that she's going to be doing it again because she needs to save her friends. This is a need for her. Like, it's not an option. She is going to save her friends. They are in danger because of her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she knows that she's going to, one, have to do some ugly things. Two, she's going to be seeing some ugly things. And three, this, this is all taking place in the span of, like, a month. Like, from her arrival to now, it has not been, it's not, it hasn't been years. She's mm-hmm. not, like, a hardened soldier. Like, she's, she's still feeling, I think, pretty apprehensive. And I think she knows that this is her fault. Like, she knows this is her fault. So there's an there's a underlying amount of guilt. So that means there's also a lot of pressure. This needs to go well. Because if it doesn't, then the failure will also be my fault.
0: So what is...
1: There's a lot of, like, apprehension, I think.
0: Okay. So what is Sound doing to make sure things go well?
1: I think she's checking her weapons. She's checking everybody else's weapons. She's making sure that people... One, that people have weapons that they feel comfortable using. I think she's, like nervous fitting flitting fleet
0: flitting from like
1: place to place yeah Yeah, station to station yes and like checking on people and then like going back to the carts and making sure that they're loaded up securely like that the explosives aren't going to not that she knows how to do that but she's like checking to make sure that they don't roll off or explode on people and Mm -hmm. then going back to check on the Sephira crystals and make sure that they have enough Sephira crystals and needles and thread and then going back to checking the weapons and da 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 you know Mm -hmm. like over and over again um, I think probably at some point someone yells at her, and so she sits down and checks her new sword, checks her bow and arrow set.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. You did. T- you took a light bow and. Yeah, it and took me. Set,
1: right? I had. To, I had to find Forgot where. I, I had to find where I wrote it down. Yeah, she like. She's checking her rapier. Maybe she's mm-hmm. cleaning it. She's doing the same thing with the bows and arrows. Maybe she's collecting more arrows or. Um, making sure her string is tight enough, that sort of thing.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say go back up to full health. Yes. I know this isn't technically a rest, but you are resting. I also don't think there's any reason to start you off with this session or start you off with this mission at almost half health.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, you get to make up the rules. You know, that's my favorite catchphrase.
0: It's such it's Bad. There's no point in playing the game if you don't play by the rules.
1: <sighs> says a GM. Uh, n- no. No, I you're, mean, right. No, you're right. No, you're right. Anybody. No, you're right. Because then why, why play this game? Why play any game? Yeah,
0: why wouldn't we just sit down and tell a story together? Why right. wouldn't I just write a novel if I didn't want to play by the rules? Yeah, I know. Um,
1: I'm still going to give you crap about it.
0: Instead no. of going back to full health, roll a D4. No.
1: Oh, I shouldn't have given you a hard time. <laughs> 3.
0: Uh okay, then instead of going back to full health, go up to 15 health.
1: Okay, my max is a 19, and I currently have a 15.
0: Yeah, I because it 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 doesn't make sense for you to be uh I in mean, top top ship shop shape.
1: And I had coffee. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said This <laughs> It's my own fault.
0: No, it's just because I'm fickle. You're
1: just such a good word. Okay.
0: So you, you're you hanging out. You are making sure everything's in good shape. You're, yes. you're checking out, out everything. Yes. Um, is there anyone or anything in the headquarters that you specifically want to check out more thoroughly?
1: I probably talked to Zofia. Okay. Honestly, um, you would think it would be Omen. But I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna talk to Sophia. She has given up the most, really. Like she volunteer, voluntarily let me go. She voluntarily has been following me. Like everyone else is kind of forced to be with me for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. She's. It's all volunteer for her, and she's given up just about everything to be here. So I think I go and I talk to her.
0: Okay. I am also realizing. So we can. We can. Have Zophia we can pull Zophia in. Um I'm but I'm also realizing that we didn't spend a ton of time in the lab and you are well read about spells and magics. And this was like a magic ish lab. We kinda went over that it had some potions, it had some explosives. Maybe uh, that's
1: how I was able to identify that stuff. Okay. I don't know that I would spend a ton of time because that was um that was a book that I had picked up on my like second or third level up. Yeah. And so I don't know that I would necessarily have that book memorized. I know that, like, I know that that's not how that move works, but, like, mm-hmm. in game, in story, I don't know that I would have that book memorized, and I have not had that book since the last time I was in yeah. Corpstown.
0: I also just, I don't know, I, a lot of the world of Seguranza is not particularly magical. There's a lot of gods, but there's not a lot of, like, magic and spells. Right. But I think it could potentially be possible that the chasers could have gotten a hold of something. If you wanted to check it out. I don't... I honestly... I don't have anything. I don't I th- also don't know if that's something you're interested in at I all.
1: don't think that she will. Honestly, I think I had picked the Spells and Magics right after that first... Dream? Yeah. No. The first um Devil Sighting.
0: Oh, right.
1: I think I'd picked the Spells and Magics then, but it hasn't really come up. And I don't think she's gonna... I don't think she's gonna do it. Mainly no. because... I don't want to. That's fine. Uh,
0: so, all right, yeah, you go over to Zofia. And Zofia's helping Marshiri uh, and Marinu, uh work on the, these these sort of disguises, sort of protective gear. They found this these armor sets that are uh, non-humanoid. And they're these big, huge, uh, conical hats. Uh, and, like, there's, like, uh, they found, like, these uh, big sheets that are, like, ponchos and just, like, kind of, like, big baggy clothes that mm-hmm. they've worked on uh, working the zafira into at, like, regular intervals. Um, so, like, uh, so- Zofia is working on um, putting these zafira uh, crystals on the edges of this, this conical hat. And you go and you check on her? Yes. Um, you guys can... You, we can just have you guys shooting the shit, we don't have to RP it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, unless there's something specifically you want to talk to her about.
1: No, I think I'm just, again, I think I'm, like, I'm feeling a lot of guilt, I'm feeling a lot of apprehension, and I think I'm feeling a lot of it, I'm feeling a lot more of it mm-hmm. in regards to Zofia. I'm feeling a, like, I'm feeling huge levels of it for most of the people here. Mm. I'm feeling enormous levels of it for Zofia because she I crash landed into her life and she voluntarily has given up her life I've forced omen to give up his life I've forced the mom of it. like my presence in their lives has forced all of these events for them I had my presence in her life has not forced these events she's kind of like volunteered and I so and so I don't know if this is like backwards or not but I think she feels a lot more guilt
0: mm-hmm.
1: in relation to Sophia because Zofia had choices and she felt like she had to choose. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Sophia seems pretty confident right now. She's she's pretty beat up, but she's smiling and she's talking with the others. And I think the the tone in this pub is not dour. It is serious, but 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 not grim, if that makes sense yes i'm kind of thinking of like when i have to work late at work and i'm there at eight o'clock at night and i've been there for eight hours and i'm stressed out and i just really want to go home but i not eight hours i that's a normal day um like an eight additional
1: eight yeah, hours um i mean that's not right and
0: i just here. really want to go home but i also want to get the work done and just mm-hmm. like that's kind of how it, it feels okay and if there's nothing else, I think oh, yeah. I think the work gets done. The stuff gets prepped. And then... Um,
1: we go in our two wagons.
0: All right. So the first thing that needs to happen is... Actually, the Homs put on the armor. Um, yes. And they look like these, like... With the big cone hats and the huge, like, ponchos, you can't actually tell that they're gnolls. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Which
1: works in our favor.
0: They could be, like, lizard folk, Mm -hmm. or they could be humans, they could even be elves, like, based on just, uh, just how covered up they are, and the fact that, like, gnolls are a little bit hunched, but not, like, super hunched, their, their posture is obviously, their, their posture is non-human, um, but you can't tell what they are, Mm -hmm. and I think Omin kind of, like, looks himself over and is like, I think this is gonna work, that is not Omin's voice, I think this is gonna work. Uh, and Marshiri, uh, Marshiri, like, nods. She says, yeah, and if it does, we have the whole pentopolis open to us. And Mama Min, I think, kind of, like, like shuts them down and is like, mm-hmm. let's just get back to our home. And Marino turns to you and goes, so how do you want to split up the groups?
1: I think I talked about this last time. I think Mourinho said that he would stay with me, right? That, was, know, yeah, that was when we were... For you were... guys to get here, yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's
0: right. Mourinho says, um, I know how to get through the border guard.
1: So then he should be in front. I want to be with the gnolls. So that if they do start going like crazy out there, that I can protect them from the other people. Honestly. So I want to be with them. I think a good portion Of the soldiers should be with Meringu with the first wagon. Mm -hmm. And then I think maybe some of the outcasts, I'm calling us outcasts, but some of us other folk should be towards the back with a mix of some of the humans.
0: And the second wagon? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Meringu offers to, he's going to take point, he's going to do the talking. He looks at racism. Are you going to disguise yourself?
1: Yes. If there are more of those canonical... That's a different word. Conical. Conical. Mm-hmm. If there are more of those conical hats... I have to think about that word too much to use it. If there are more of those cone-ish hats and mm-hmm. those, um, like... Cape, the big ponchos? Yeah, the big poncho cape things. I will wear one of those. All right,
0: so you're kind of dressing the same as the nulls Yes. All right. And... Like you guys leave, and this uh, large caravan exits out of the out of the Segunda Station hideout. Does anyone in particular, other than just the basic, like other than just some of the City Guard guys, carry the wagons? Is They're it important? carried? Well, not carry, but pull.
1: Okay. No, I think pulling is done by by the nameless, faceless NPCs. Okay. But I think with. With you I think Duarte probably is up there with him. Okay. And Pat, I think she's with the second cart. So that there is okay. at least one person of authority with each cart.
0: And you're also in the second cart. I am. You and all the Knowles. Yes. Okay. So you guys make your way through the city and you're hearing all of these rumors as you guys walk about, uh, like, the the city is very active. Um, I think... Yesterday was a lot of people kind of staying inside. I think they're, like, with the new conflict, a lot of people were playing it safe. Mm-hmm. And now things are starting to kind of get back to normal. Mm-hmm. But everyone is talking about, like, did you hear what happened in Corpstown last night? Did you hear about the explosions? I heard the gnolls finally snapped and started attacking the guard I heard the guard just started firing into houses. Um, I heard they burned down uh, one of the burial towers. All these rumors flying around. That's what everybody's talking about in the street, on mm-hmm. their stoops, in shops. Uh, as you pass, you can hear all mm-hmm. this talk. You hear people say uh, the ci- there's no more nobles in the city. You hear people say that uh, the guilds are going to war with the guard. Just all this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely say something to the mama Men's. Like, okay. I'm not having a full-on conversation, but I think I say, like... I mean, I think I, I think I say we won't know until we get there. Like, rumors spread without fact all the time. We need to keep up hope and make sure that we get to Corpstown and not give up
0: hope. Omin uh, growls under his uh, conical hat.
1: I, like, backhand smack him across the chest.
0: Uh, I think he kind of goes, ow.
1: Yeah, don't growl. Don't give away our cover.
0: And uh, I think Marsheri, like, pushes him. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys continue on your way until you walk through, I guess this would be, like, Devil's Market District, Dwarftown District. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, more like, yeah, Town District. Before you reach that, the gate, the gate that you uh, came in, the, do I have my stations mixed up? Do I have my railways ra- mixed up? Mm. No, you're on you're at a different you're on a different rail railway, I think. No, you're not. You're in the right r- railway. Okay, um, that just means that you have a lot further to walk around than I thought. No, that doesn't make any sense. You would go to the other station.
1: We do the thing that's the easiest.
0: Yes, that makes the, the most sense. We I'm do sorry. That thing. I know. I'm I'm just looking at. Uh, yes. That is what you do. Yes. But that means you don't go through Dwarftown. Okay. So I apologize. Um you're not going through the same gate that you came in because regardless of which train line Segunda Station is on, because I forget, uh Marine would definitely take you to the gate that is closest to Corpse Town. Yes. Which I think is the same line, but that's not the door the gate you first came in. Okay. None of this is important. I just am trying. I, well, I don't know. I it think is it, important. I think it would have a certain gravitas if you were exiting through the same gate you came yes, through. Yes, I agree. Uh, but you're not.
1: And that's fair. <laughs> I'm a different person. I shouldn't go through the same gate.
0: Ooh. Oh-ho. That's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but it still functions in much the same way. There are the stairs for civilians and, like, these ramps for, for goods and services mm-hmm. uh, that, that are going up through the gate because the gates and the walls are significantly higher in this valley mm-hmm. uh, and because uh, all the Pentopolis cities are built in this dry salt lake, so there's, like, a cliffside that you have to get up in order to get out the gate. Okay. And uh, I think uh, Marinu. Uh, Sends word back. Everybody, basically, word passes through the caravan. Stay calm. We'll be fine. Do what I say. Mm-hmm. And you guys go up the ramps and make your way towards the gate. Uh, it's very active. There are fewer city guard here than there were the time that you came.
1: Okay.
0: The first that would certain, make sense. The first time you came, there was a lot of city guard checking people, talking to people. Uh, it is a skeleton crew at this point. Yeah. Nevertheless, you're able to see, as Mourinho is making his way through the gate, uh, a city guard, like, raises his hand and, like, kind of jog over and say some words to Mourinho. Mm -hmm. Why don't you roll, do your thing, when you order a a follower to do their thing?
1: Okay. Oh, I saw I rolled a three first, and I got real nervous about what was going to happen there. But I, I, I did better. I did better. So I rolled a nine. Um, and i'm rolling plus their quality he doesn't have a modifier for the quality so i rolled a 9
0: yeah so oh okay i like this um because he does manage to get the guard to agree to let them let you guys out without a without significant problem mm-hmm. but he does kind of uh you can see that the conversation doesn't go great Mm -hmm. and the guard kind of like puts one hand on his hip and rests the other like his elbow on his sword and marini like holds up his hands and then he turns to um Mm dwart and uh like holds out his hand and dwart like hands over some hands over some coin Mm -hmm. do you have any coin left or have you spent all of it
1: i have some coin and i had given them six coin i don't know if they used all the coin
0: yeah they used it all to get the wagons i
1: have six coin
0: yeah, I think uh, I think there is going to be a collection.
1: Would we have foreseen this as a possibility? Uh, would this po- have been a thing that I would have been like, here, take some of the coin?
0: Possibly. I don't think it's going to be an issue other than you got to pay up. Okay. If you refuse to pay up, then I'm not. it will be more of an issue. but
1: I am not refusing to pay up. I will pay up.
0: I think what I want to do now is check again the Dungeon World rules about uh, the types of... Like, what the currency is like in Dungeon World, because I always think it's very strange uh, the way some things are priced out. Yeah, you're going to have to pass up all, all the coin you have left in order to... Um,
1: Fine. Fine. That's alright. I'll just rob the next body. I could murder.
0: (laughs) Sorry, now I'm looking at these, I'm looking at the, uh, book. A cart and donkey sworn to carry your burdens would cost 50 coins. What? Yeah, and I gave you two carts, no donkey, for 10 coin, I think?
1: The city is at war. (laughs) There's a discount.
0: Uh, Oh, okay.
1: There's a destitute discount.
0: I see. Uh, so, we don't have
1: donkeys either. But, the donkey is a considerable part of that oh, right. cart and donkey. Yeah, for sure. We don't have a donkey. Yeah.
0: In any case, you are now broke. That is all of your gold, right?
1: Yep. You oh, have
0: no gold left.
1: I have no gold. And I am sh- I mean, if we needed more, I'm sure somebody robbed that statue. Somebody robbed it. There's no way we didn't rob that statue in the
0: bar. The, The but, statue of the... The God, God of the thieves,
1: off, the offerings, yeah.
0: Okay, hold on. You are going to have to tell me right now if somebody robbed that shrine. I
1: didn't no, I didn't rob it.
0: Did someone rob no, that shrine? No, no
1: one robbed that shrine. I'm you just j- saying on No, though. I'm saying, I'm saying though, if we needed more money, yeah. then it would be possible that someone did.
0: I need I need Right No. To know.
1: Sound to the best of Sound's ability and to the best of Sound's knowledge, no one robbed that shrine.
0: Because that's the opposite of what you just said.
1: I was just providing an option if we needed more money. Sal has not robbed it. Mm-hmm. Sal does not know of anyone robbing okay. it. Last Sal saw, okay. it still had its offerings.
0: Are you sure? Yes. Okay.
1: However, I if like we need that money later on, I don't know. Somebody might just be like, I took it. But that would be on you. That wouldn't be on me. So,
0: Well, you don't have Esteban around anymore. I, I, I feel like Esteban might have. Um, nobody else is going to rob it. Okay. Unless Omen would. But omen steal from a shrine? I don't think so. Mm. We
1: met him. He was stealing.
0: That's true. Did I write tags down on his uh, follower sheet? Because if he has anything even remotely related to him stealing anything. Hidden
1: root wise, act impulsively.
0: Oh, oh, he acts impulsively.
1: Yes. Listen, I don't, I don't think that this. Oh, why this, have you done this? I don't think this god of thieves needs to be angry at us right now. I, I don't think it'll come up. But if it comes up, then you can rain down your GM horror on us. But for now, I don't know of anybody who's robbed the Thief God. Okay. So let's just go on with that.
0: All right. Marshiri, or not Marshiri, Meridinu gathers the coin, pays off the guard, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys manage to get out there. As you approach the threshold to the steps, to the steps, Omin, Marshari, and Mamaman kind of stop. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do?
1: I stop with them, and I kind of whisper to them, "Come on, we have to go. We have to go."
0: They, they're they're kind of like quiet for a moment, and then uh, Omin crosses the the threshold. What is the worst thing that could happen?
1: Their worst fears are that they go wild or go rogue. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget the wording that we'd used before. Um, their worst fear is that they become everybody else's worst fear. That's that's their worst fear. Yeah. Right? And that's why we built the, that's why we put the um, Sephira crystals in the coats. That's why we're staying really close to the wall. It's why we're taking the precautions that we are, because their worst fear is becoming everybody else's worst fear. mm
0: mm-hmm. And Omen, that's
1: why I'm staying close to them.
0: Omen crosses the threshold. He crosses it, and then he takes a few steps, kind of hunches over a little bit, and puts a a paw on his chest. Mm-hmm. He takes a few deep breaths, uh, and then he looks up at... He looks to you, and you can't, like, make eye contact with him because of these... Haz- but he goes, um... You hear him go, I'm okay. Uh, and he turns to uh, his sister and his mother, and he kind of, like still under the cloak because they don't want to show their hands. He kind of, right. like, waves them forward. And they come forward. They join him, and kind of a similar thing happens. They take a few steps, stop. Hamna Mamoman like, crosses her arms over her chest and kind of, like, kneels a little bit. But then she keeps walking. Marshiri does similarly. And the two wagons have kind of pulled ahead of you guys mm-hmm. at this point. But they are walking.
1: Okay. I pull up to probably Marshiri, Mm. and I go, are you guys okay?
0: Marshiri goes, um, I'm okay. It's kind of hard to breathe a little bit, but I'm okay. Why
1: is it hard to breathe all of a sudden? Do we need to stay closer to the wall?
0: She, like, looks at the wall, looks back. She goes, um, no, um... we we'll, we' we'll we'll be we'll be fine um in her like you can tell like the cone is like kind of shaking a little bit like n- turning back and forth mm-hmm. and she goes uh let's just go let's 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 just go,
1: okay, sound is crazy concerned,
0: and she actually um jogs ahead of you okay. like not sprint but like jogs up to the wagon mm-hmm. and uh omen kind of runs over to his mom and says something to her and then runs up to the wagon and then runs up to her and they they just kind of start making their way
1: okay i'm behind them
0: okay so you're like at the very back of everything yes okay so you guys are up against the very edge of the wall right yes so second is sort of shaped like an anvil right yes and corpse town is in the tip of that anvil Mm -hmm. and you guys are walking along like the arch like the gulf that Mm -hmm. leads up to the tip because you guys are trying to go right what is what are you thinking because the further the 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 further you go to the very very tip the further away from the stairs and theoretically the guard you'll be right but also the longer you'll be outside right so what are you thinking
1: my goal is to get as far to the back of corpse town as we can. Okay. So there will be frequent check-ins with the Mama mens and like, do you think you can make it another fifteen? Do you think you can make it another twenty? We need to get to the tip. If you can't, this is where we do it. Like, we're gonna make the best out of it. But that's the the goal is to get as close to the tip as possible. Okay. But I was not expecting them to have asthma attacks when we walk through that door, that the gateway. So who knows what'll happen.
0: Mm-hmm. So why don't we do? Undertake a Perilous Journey? Yeah. I think, because I think this is sufficiently perilous. You guys are walking along, you're very close to the city. There are some occasional camps out here that are kind of set up in the wall of the city, but in general, or set up in the shadow of the wall. But in general, Segaranza is not super strict about keeping out citizens of the Pentopolis. Mm -hmm. They would rather have you inside than outside, because that's more stuff to deal with. So most people take the city up on its offer offer of shelter. It is the city of safety after all. Right. But there are uh, the occasional people you're not alone out in the steps, but this is vast unending sand and yellow grass. Mm-hmm. The sky is open. It feels very bizarre to have been spending the past few weeks?
1: Yes. That's safe to say. In
0: this hyper crowded, hyper populous, constantly surrounded by buildings and people and now suddenly have this wall to your back and in front of you just endless nothingness.
1: Mm-hmm. That's got to be like I, like in a, like a, like in horror movies, I think they do this in horror movies where like the music's really loud and then all of a sudden it cuts out mm-hmm. and like a thing happens. Yeah. Right. Is that a thing that happens? I don't yeah. watch horror movies. Is that a thing that happens? Yeah. So it's got to be like that, like a kind of like an eeriness, mm-hmm. because there's no noise, there's no crowding.
0: Yeah. The Homs are acting erratic. Uh, the further you go, like I said, like um, Omin was kind of running like between the wagon and his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs up to the front uh, front wagon and um, starts talking to somebody. Uh, Marshiri, now that you guys are outside of the wall, she has her hands, like, outside of the poncho, and she's, like, um, running her hands along the, uh, like, the the edges of the cone shaped mm-hmm. hat.
1: Where they sewed in the...
0: Yeah, she's the- not tearing anything, she's just kind of, like, touching it. Mm-hmm. She just, like, needs to be moving, and, like, mm-hmm. needs to have her hands doing something. Mama Min, uh, you can tell under the hat, she's, like, looking around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just kind of, uh very very active mm-hmm. um and you can tell that some of the city guard are getting a little nervous about it mm-hmm. like they don't know what to make of this mm-hmm. um because they're kind of just trying to get the job done yeah. and the uh, these three are are exuding an anxious energy yeah so why don't you roll undertake a perilous journey i don't well actually is that appropriate
1: i mean i think it's what we're doing but so i don't know if you want to if we want to actually do it though because i have to assign different crew member to different tasks mm-hmm. and then if i don't then they roll a 6 which is a failure I think I could assign them tasks, but they're supposed to roll, I think it's wisdom. Yeah. Um, and they don't have wisdom. I could roll loyalty.
0: I think this job is is short enough that it doesn't make sense to need a quartermaster. I think if you assign one person to be either a trailblazer or a scout and mm-hmm. you take the other position, mm-hmm. we'll be good.
1: I think that with his energy and his running, I think it makes sense for Omin to be probably the scout. Or maybe the I guess the trailblazer, I don't know. I don't know. Do
0: you want to trust Omen with a responsibility right now?
1: He's running.
0: I he is running.
1: I think that would be helpful, but maybe you're right. I guess then, Mourinho, because he knows what we're doing.
0: I mean, you can you can do Omen if you think if if you want to trust Omen to to be, because I mean I I definitely think you can take into account their stats as followers as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what those look like, even though I made them several weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know what I would be rolling for that stat. TBH. Like, if they're supposed to be rolling Wisdom, what am I rolling Do Your Thing?
0: Mm, well, I mean, it uh, depends on their, on their instincts and stuff. Yeah.
1: I'm going to make Mudding You the Trailblazer. Okay. I lied. I'm going to make him the Scout. What is the difference? I know it's written here. I
0: think Trailblazer finds a route. Scout keeps an eye out for trouble.
1: Okay, no. He's going to be the Trailblazer. I'm going to be the Scout.
0: Okay. Roll for Mourinho to uh, kind of uh, keep everybody on, on route, which is not hard considering that you guys are walking along a wall. I think in this case, it's more in the sense of thinking spatially about what is on the other side of that wall.
1: Yes, yeah. Can I add his loyalty?
0: That would be quality.
1: Well, I failed that roll. Okay. With a five, I should have left it because it would have been a higher roll.
0: We'll we'll keep. Well, that's that's all right. (laughs) So uh, we have five for the Trailblazer. Uh, Can you roll your scout?
1: Sure. Are you kidding me? I rolled the same thing. I rolled a five.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Oh, I'm upset.
0: You do have four luck.
1: I know I do, but there's gonna be a big battle. Ugh, one of us needs to pass it. All right, I'm going to use my luck. I'm going to use different dice. Are you, mother? I rolled worse. (laughs) I'm done. Done. It is a failure. I am just not, we are not supposed to make this Mm -hmm. journey
0: the first time. Yeah. So I think we're going to stop there and we'll find out how bad things get next week.
1: You have a smile on your face. You love this. You monster. I love
0: you. Monster. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this week. Yeah. Uh, we hope to have you back next week. We have a few thank yous to run through. We want to thank uh, Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. Uh, we want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at New Moves Place off of the album Healing. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we just got a, a a new review that was uh, lovely, made us feel so good.
1: Honestly, yeah, it was the perfect thing
0: by uh, Time by Time Paradox, uh, spelled T H Y M E, which I love. It said uh, that uh, we are fun, charming, and very cute. They said uh, between Zach's world building that makes you believe you're familiar with the city to Diana's fun and bonkers way of handling problems, you can't help but smile. Thank you so much, uh, Time Paradox, for those kind words. Uh, If anyone else would like to leave a review and leave some kind words, it means so much to us. It is really powerful. We we love it so much. We we love these words from your time, uh, and we'll give you a shout out on the show if you uh, if you also write a review.
1: Yeah, the so like that review couldn't have come at a better time. We were both sitting here going, "Womp womp," basically in our feelings, and then that <laughs> and, then, and then that review just like perked us right up. It well, really was just like a, it's just nice to be validated sometimes. Yeah,
0: they. The reviews always are the high point of, of, of doing the show. Um, we, we can't overstate how much we appreciate it. So, so thank you so much, Time uh, Paradox. And uh, anyone else, if you are thinking about leaving a review, please do. Uh, please also recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. Word of mouth is the best way for us to get around, for us to spread... You can follow us at Heart Points Pod on Twitter. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, like uh, Jeff Stormer at the Party of One Pod, the Chimera at Chimera Cast, Strawberry Nightmare at Nightmare, the Gauntlet at GauntletRPG, Jesse Jones at ElNinbo, the Pod of Love podcast at Pod of Love, and Matthew at FridleyScent. I also want to give a special shout out to uh, International Podcast Month um, at PodMonth. Uh, Over the weekend, I did a great game of Descent Into Midnight for uh, the I Am Here podcast's new uh, kind of project, International Podcast Month. That game is going to be coming out soon, and I will have more details on that when when I think it's getting closer to being released. But it was a ton of fun. I'm super excited for it to come out next week I'll have all of the accounts of all of the amazing people that I played with and and we'll, it, we'll, we'll talk about that some more. But keep an eye out on that. Follow at Pod Month for International Podcast Month. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod even though we never check the Facebook.
1: That's not true. I've been trying to be a little bit more active on there. You
0: did. You posted something recently. I
1: did. What, what was it? I did two things. Wait,
0: did you post a picture of James Franco?
1: I don't know. I posted a meme <laughs> It's a meme. I know it's a meme, but I like saying it a meme because his face gets so angry. <laughs> I posted a meme. It was relevant.
0: Uh, so thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time. Uh, we can't wait to see you again next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day.
1: But like a very, very nice one. Self-care, y'all.